My name's John Graham, and I started as a police officer in 1980 with the San Diego Police Department, and I served 33 years with the police department. During that time, I worked in Balboa Park from about 1990 to 1992, and this was when we had about 100 crimes a month happening up in Balboa Park. And what I wanted to do was I had just received my crime prevention certificate from Sacramento Junior College, and I wanted to apply crime prevention applications to see if we could reduce the criminal activity that was happening up in Balboa Park. Uh, <clears throat> the park's broken into three different areas. There's the East Mesa, which is a bike area and tennis courts and frisbees. And then there's the Central Mesa, which has all the museums. And then there was the West Mesa, and that was an area, runners, uh, there was an old horse trail down there, uh, homeless, and we had had some murders in that area. Um, the West Mesa also was known for cruising. Uh, it had a roadway that allowed people to kind of loop around. They would go on to 6th Avenue and then come back into the park. And then there was an area at the very southern part where you could circle around. So there were some officers working up in the area and they were looking at the activity that was going on up there and trying to figure out what could be done to reduce the criminal activity. Would send vice officers up there and try and rest people in the restrooms. Occasionally uh, people would also go down into the horse trail area and be having sex over there. And that's also where from time to time we would come across a dead body. So uh, people potentially could be going down there for sexual activity and ended up getting killed. So Balboa Park became one of the most dangerous places in San Diego and there was a lot of media about that. So I was trying to figure out Okay, Vice, that's one avenue. Uh, from time to time, Central Division would have officers go undercover and arrest people. You know, they had to kind of learn about it. There was certain signals in the restroom you had to do to get people interested or how they communicated with one another. And then some people in the community were saying, wait a minute, you're arresting people for having sexual activity, but if you had individuals, a man and a woman, and you caught them in a car, you wouldn't be arresting them and taking them to uh, jail. So some of the people from the community and some of the people from the police department started looking at, you know, what is the proper way that we should be dealing with the sexual activity going on there. Also during this time, we had about 25 minors that were from Mexico, and so uh, 
we wanted to figure out what could be done <clears throat> with them. And it was interesting, the Mexican consulate, um, their position was they were citizens of Mexico and we shouldn't really be involved except getting them and then turning them over to the Mexican consulate that would then turn them over to the federal police and then try to reconnect the kids back to their families. And some of them were up to breaking into the cars. Some of them ended up robbing people. So we worked with Border Patrol. We increased the Horse Patrol and brought it back up into the park and ultimately cleaned that whole area up. And then some officers on the Horse Patrol were looking at this constant cruising activity going on. And so signs were posted up in the area saying that you couldn't drive around the loop so many times and people were cited for that. So there was some people that were kind of upset about it. But there again, you're trying to look at the overall criminal activity that's going on. It wasn't all just saying we're trying to eliminate the cruising, but we're trying to eliminate getting robbed and... Uh, the chance of them being killed also. In the old days, the cruising culture was driven by two books. You would buy them and whatever city you were in, you could look up and see where the places to cruise were and it gave you all the information. But those were normally printed once a year. And then along came the internet. And that's really when we started having a lot of sexual activity in the West Mesa and down by Marston Point because individuals were going to the internet where they may never buy a book in an adult bookstore but you could go and uh, there was a website called cruisingforsex.com and one of the things we tried to do with that website was get them to quit saying go to Balboa Park because it was driving activity and it would list stores it would say you know go to this store uh, go to this men's stall that there's a hole cut in the wall and you can do your activity and somebody can be in the stall next door. And from time to time we had problems with that in the Central Mesa where some of the restrooms would have holes uh, poked through the stalls and the maintenance people didn't know what was going on. so. Our initial thing was the city attorney said, we're not gonna mess with them. The city attorney didn't wanna do anything, but looking at it from a crime prevention, this is telling individuals to go there to have sex. And um, so ultimately we got the city attorney to write a letter to the webmaster saying, you know, you're causing us, uh, we're having to spend taxpayers money to arrest individuals that are looking on your website and coming here and take this down. So their response back was before you would go to their site, you had to agree to all their things. One of them was you couldn't be law enforcement monitoring their site. So um, then more letters and they finally put in the website saying that this is being monitored by the San Diego Police Department and you have the chance of being arrested. So some of the criminal act 
activity did reduce. Uh, another thing that really helped was in the old days, people met one another and they went to a house and that kind of thing. And, but some people were having sex in public spaces and there's other people using those public spaces and they'd come across the activity and were offended by it. So, um, got the, uh, Logan Heights family health center. They had a HIV prevention grant and they would have two people with yellow t-shirts that said counselors and said the name of their organization and they would go down and talk about safe sex and hand out lube and condoms and that really reduced a lot of the activity because the outdoor sexual activity is mostly anonymous people don't want to know each other they just want to have their sex and be done but now you had two people walking up to you, trying to give you lube and condom and talk to you about HIV. And the one thing we saw with arresting people was this activity, the people were addicted. So they felt compelled to keep on going there and they'd get rearrested. And so jail wasn't really the solution for them, um, getting them involved with counseling. And that's where one of the gay news reporters worked with some of the counselors and would have them monitor the restrooms because the people that have been arrested, the counselors knew who these individuals were. They agreed to kind of intervene. You know, it goes back when I started, there was places I worked up in Northern Division up in La Jolla where you just drove. It was known as a place you took the other person and you had sex in your car and you know, you came across men and women all the time having sex in the car, but you never arrested them. So, but then in Balboa Park, when you find two men, yeah, they were arrested. So it was uneven, and I don't think the department had ever really looked at it from that perspective. And then later on, you hear about, yeah, a man and a woman was arrested in a car. So they did kind of balance it out. And I think officers have discretion where that if the people, the windows are all fogged up and everything, you know, they're not bothering someone, then the officer has to decide, you know, am I arresting these people? So the officer has a lot of discretion in that situation. Uh, example was I was in my office up in Balboa Park in the storefront and somebody said, there's a young man and a woman having sex in front of the botanical garden and it's noon. I'm like, this person's crazy. They're just trying to get me out of the office. I don't believe this at all. And I walk out there, there's children playing around the pond and everything. There's other people laying, having their lunch on the grass. And there's a young 18 year old guy having sex with an 18 year old girl. I was shocked. I just could not believe this was happening. So there's people addicted to public sex. They like the risk of possibly getting arrested. So you can try as hard as you want, but people are going to go out there and have sex in public. 